Hello and welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman, and it's just me today. This is going to be an interesting one. I've never done a solo episode, but but I'm here to to take you on a on a journey for the next 20 minutes through through blues hockey and much more. We're going to be talking about the recent struggles over the the past weekend against Winnipeg and Edmonton. Uh, some tough games there. We'll get into that, as well as potentially the Super Bowl at the end if we have time. Uh, but before we get into anything, I got to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Monocle's Pizza. Um, they reached out and informed us of their wonderful menu items. They have a famous crispy thin crust pizza, pan pizza. They have a special point pizza, which is a one of a kind special triangle pizza you can't get anywhere else. All pizzas come with mozzarella or provolone blend of cheese, blend of cheese, so you can get your choice there. They have pepperonis, which sound absolutely delicious. Fresh baked rolls filled with pepperoni and four different cheeses. Oh, and of course you got the toasted ravs. What what pizza place will you complete without toasted ravioli? They got a family pleaser, which is a combo of pizza, salad, soft drinks, whatever you want. Dine in, carry out, get it delivered. They've been in business since 1959 what more could you ask for in fact they have the O'Fallon Brewery including their house Amber Beer named after their origin in 1959 Uh, they have lots of community involvement with fundraisers and reading programs which is awesome and you can order online through their own app or website and also on Grubhub and make sure if you do order you can get $5 off a large specialty pizza when you mention Locked On or use the online code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N online code Locked On to get $5 off your order. Make sure you go check them out. Uh, That being said, Let's dive into the recent Blues games over the weekend. They started it out with a battle in Edmonton, uh, their own little battle of Alberta. Uh, didn't really uh, hold par with the with the one that we saw uh, between Edmonton and Calgary, but we can get into that a little bit more later. Uh, so Blues traveled up into Edmonton coming off of a, a recent win over Calgary in the shootout. Hopefully they were we were hoping they would carry the momentum into this game, you know, maybe hopefully get out to an early lead, re- resume their dominance, but that wasn't the case. Uh, Edmondson struck pretty early, dry sidle with a slap shot, put him up one nothing just 5 minutes in. And then right after that, Caleb Jones buries the loose puck, put him up two nothing really early in the game. And I think right away you could tell that there was kind of a kind of a deflating atmosphere uh, looking at the Blues, that, that's not the start any team ever wants to have down to nothing within the first six minutes of the game, uh, especially with two goals coming so so quickly off of one another. You know, five thirty one for the first goal, and then five forty eight for the second one. That's just really deflating for any team, especially coming off of. You know, a couple day break coming off of a win. They want to come out strong against a really difficult Edmonton team. And to come out and give up two goals really, really early on is just not at all what you want to see uh, in terms of in terms of um, play. But they the Blues made it interesting later on. They kind of held off the Edmonton rush for the rest of the period. And then about halfway through the second, David Perron uh, gave the Blues some some life, made it 2-1. 
about halfway through with a backhander from Petrangelo and Sanford. Sanford, who continues to have uh, some great play as of late, you know, losses aside, tough patch aside, we got to respect Sanford's ability. He's continued to to roll on and produce and, and play really well despite the team's somewhat struggles. Uh, you know, it wasn't really too... To nothing really too drastic, but the the one bright one bright spot recently has been his play, especially considering how critical we have been of him uh, the rest of the season. You know, he hasn't really found his role, hadn't really found a place to play. Always looked a little uncomfortable out there. Was definitely struggling. Uh, you know, looked nervous, and lately he's definitely found his play. Found a lot more comfort playing more confidently, uh, strong on the puck. Like Ruby has said a lot, he's very strong on the puck. Very. Uh, very confident lately out there and he's playing in his role he's putting up lots of points and being that player we knew he could be when, when we brought him over in the trade and I think I think that's pretty reassuring to, to see him playing better as of late um, later on Robert Thomas who's looked absolutely electric out there lately ties the game 2-2 and he was due for a goal he was flying all around the ice before that um he was just magical out there, really dominant, uh, quick, slithery, uh, t- tough to defend all throughout the game. Not just not just that goal. Leading up to it, he had plenty of opportunities. Um, he he had some some great you know sk- stick handling moments. Uh, puck handling ability was was on display for him tonight. It resulted in that goal, which was awesome, uh, off the feed from Bozak early on in the third. It gave the Blues some light, tied it up two two. Uh, but then, two minutes later, you know, uh, just before the Blues could even really capture that momentum, they capitalize on a turnover, and Leon Dreisaitl comes down and scores another goal to give Edmonton the lead, which really was the the, the last chance for the Blues kind of slipping away. Um, in terms of in terms of that game, they they got lucky in this in, in the sense that they got the early third period goal that they were wanting. They were working hard, you know, grinding it out, getting momentum back on the road in, in a tough place to play. They tie it up 2-2 really early in the third. Everything's pointing their way. Momentum is in their favor. Uh, everything you want to see out of, out of the team that was once trailing. And then what do they go and do instead of capturing that momentum, instead of pressuring Edmonton, instead of doing anything like that, they immediately sit back a little bit, kind of settle into the, the tie game and Edmonton capitalizes and puts them up one, uh, which, you know, was really the, the turning point of the game. After that, they didn't look back at all. The Blues had their opportunity to kind of, you know, recapture this game that they were trailing in and they weren't able to, they weren't successful in doing that at all. So Edmonton recaptured the lead. And once they did that, they held down the fort. They defended well. Um, Archibald put in the empty netter, which sealed the deal for Edmonton. But it's it's a tough it's a tough loss for sure. Shots are pretty even, thirty five, thirty two. Uh, if you look at the the game flow here that NHL provides, you could see that Edmonton really had the momentum early on, which makes sense. And then when the Blues um, scored their second goal, or even when they scored their first goal, it was it was all all Blues all the way. They, they really had momentum. They were really playing their game, playing well, uh, and they so they got the goal to get them 
to get them within one and then they continue that momentum continue to carry that momentum never really lost it except for one little dip uh but they, or they scored early on in the third and continue that momentum and then right away they lost all of it and it went right back to edmonton i think that just that just uh stems back to playing them needing to play their game for a full 60 minutes i think that they've uh they've gotten to that a lot in losses is that when they don't play their game for a full 60 minutes when they when they don't play the game that they know that they're capable of is when they get into trouble is when they start dealing with losses and, and difficulties in games like that which i think we saw um you know there were flashes of the blues we know and love the flash of the team we know that they're capable of unfortunately we just it just didn't get put uh put all together last night or not last night in in the Edmonton game it didn't get put all together um and they just weren't able to weren't able to pull out a win Uh, rough first period obviously one of the worst we've seen in a long time they got outshot 13-3 they they battled back nicely they you know, better than most teams would have been in that situation. A lot of teams probably would have gotten blown out in a game like that. Uh, but they battled back. He played them pretty even for the second and third period. One number that really sticks out to me is that Edmonton had 14 takeaways to the Blues one, and I, I just think that that's not that's not a recipe for winning hockey. If you're not if you're not taking the puck away from your opponent, if you're letting them uh, kind of dance around the zone whenever they want, however they want, you're not really enforcing that defensive presence, which is obviously is. is apparent to more than just numbers but the 14 to 1 takeaway uh is is pretty glaring to me just looking at the the base numbers um i think the blues identity is a solid defensive game and and in games that they win i'm sure that that number is a lot higher and and i think that once again that just comes down to them getting back to their game getting back to what we know that they're capable of um but uh, other than that uh so that's that's a tough loss and then we head into winnipeg for a back-to-back uh, the second night of their back-to-back Saturday night game, uh, Bennington's in net. Um, he's looking to hopefully, you know, re- rebound from a series of tough performances. Uh, and and so I was pretty optimistic heading into this game, um, looking for a, a good Blues bounce-back performance from, from, you know, recent play, and we got the exact opposite. <laughs> um if I, if I'm being quite honest, it, it, the first period was a little back and forth for the most part. Blues actually played pretty well early on. Um, they had the majority of the momentum. Shots were back and forth. Uh, didn't really didn't really see too much going on in the first until late. Uh, Blues kind of play kind of broke down a little bit for the Jets. They had they were they were kind of rolling a little bit, so you could almost feel it coming. And they 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 got hot and they and um it was Roslovic put in a put in the one nothing goal late in the first, which really was really tough, really deflating, similar to the similar to the Edmonton game, a very deflating goal. Just uh, they they played a really good road period in Winnipeg, which is a very 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 tough place to play. Um, they had the momentum early. They weathered the storm, and then Winnipeg took advantage of just that one opportunity and got a quick goal, uh, put them up one nothing. And then second period was a lot of, was pretty much the same story. Uh, early on was back and forth between the Blues and the Jets. No real clear advantage uh, for the for the first majority of the the second period, and then late in the frame. Uh, Winnipeg struck for two goals. Uh, Roslovic again with a wrister uh, with about a little less than three minutes to go. And then Cop with just 15 seconds left in the period put the Jets up 3 nothing. So uh, it was t- that was really tough because it was a period where, again, the Blues played pretty well. They played a pretty, pretty good road period, uh, especially coming out 
trailing you'd expect and you'd be worried about them kind of struggling uh in in, in that aspect coming out in the second period you'd, you'd worry about them kind of falling back on their heels and really really getting their teeth kicked in for a majority of the period so when they came out and and played a good back and forth and captured a little bit of momentum it was definitely reassuring to see in that sense but it, it didn't turn into a goal they didn't capitalize on the opportunity at all and 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 in uh, what seemed like an instant, the game was gone. You know, within a few minutes, it was two more goals for Winnipeg. Uh, late period again, which is is really backbreaking. Uh, late period goal put them up two, and then with 15 seconds left in the period, when you know you really can't, you really can't be giving up goals, especially especially in a game like this. You know, the fi- the closing closing moments of a period you got to be locked down you got to you know you expect to be really really rigid really routine uh, it's huge for momentum especially in, the, in in a case like this you know if you do give up a goal in the, in the final minute or you score a goal in the final minute it's huge for momentum because teams are often thinking about okay what are we going to do next period there they've already kind of mentally moved into the locker room in that case and in winnipeg all of a sudden shocks everyone scores another goal and a two a two goal deficit heading into the third is manageable and all of a sudden you gotta you're looking at three nothing down it, it becomes a lot a lot tougher of a hill to climb um and the blues of course sure enough almost do it they come out play a, a decent third um capture momentum pretty pretty strongly early on uh they play they play well the Jets weather the storm. It goes back and forth a little bit. And then the Blues come out and strike for two quick ones. Uh, Braden Shen with his 18th of the year makes it a 3-1 game from Schwartz and Thomas, who that line continues to continues to click, continues to work well, which is inspiring. And then just two, uh, two and a half minutes later, Ryan O'Reilly from once again Zach Sanford and Jay Bomeister. Um, but Sanford again getting his name in there. But the Blues strike for two quick goals with with in, in the final ten minutes of the game, and next thing you know, uh, a three nothing deficit is is all of a sudden three two. And and you know, uh, and from my perspective, I definitely sat up in my a little bit more, paid attention to the game, got locked in a little bit more. Uh, that's that's what this team can do. You know, they're never really out of it. And tonight or that night was a good reminder. Um, they they played pretty well when they again when they needed to. Unfortunately, they got within one goal, and then Winnipeg kind of woke up a little bit and and held down the fort for the last few minutes and, and scored two empty netters. So the five two score wasn't too in indi- uh, wasn't too much of a, a good indicator of how the the game really worked itself out. But uh, again, the Blues really weathered the storm in terms of uh, Winnipeg's uh, rushes when you know when the Blues weren't really playing their best. They were they weren't scoring. They were they were giving up goals, but for the most part, it was just. Um, it was just uh, back and forth hockey for with neither team scoring except for like the end of periods. Uh, Blues outshot them forty to thirty three, which was you know which is always good to see. You like outshooting teams. Um, you know, Halle Buck just played a little bit better than Bennington. I don't think Bennington played poorly by any stretch. It, it's not the game you would expect from him, unfortunately, or hope from him coming off of his recent struggles. But he played fine against them. Um, St. Louis won the majority of the faceoffs. Neither team converted on the power play, which you, you'd like to see the Blues get back to their dominance or somewhat dominance they've had on the power play so far this season. I think that that would be a recipe for them kind of getting rolling again. Um, hits were about even. Blocks were about even. 
And man, you look at giveaways and takeaways. Blues had a little bit more takeaways. They only had four giveaways to the to the Jets twenty three. So I, I I really have a I really it's really tough to see um, a number like that and just know that the Blues didn't capitalize on on such a staunch difference. You know they they've gotten back to their defensive way. They they forced twenty three giveaways and only had four themselves which i mean makes you think that they're they're getting back to their their style i think they played a pretty good game against winnipeg in terms of blues hockey uh, it didn't translate into a win which is unfortunate but it's not always going to um i think the edmonton game is more of a result of uh, lack of identity they were playing a little little all over the place um backup goalie and net you know not really the best environment to get back up to full speed versus a game like winnipeg a division rival a team that they're very familiar with they played a, a pretty decent game uh, momentum wise and, and, and skill wise they played decent blues hockey in that sense they they're getting back up to what we know and expect from them again it didn't translate into a w but it was pretty close it was a one world game they battled back they played pretty well in that regard um Speaking of, of teams playing pretty well, we're gonna quick quick little transition because we got some time at the end. The Super Bowl was yesterday, last night. It was the the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, first time back in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs in fifty years, so that was a big storyline. Um, similar to the the Blues storyline heading into their Stanley Cup, you know, similar area. Um, but the it was a fun game. It was it was a pretty entertaining Super Bowl. Uh, San Francisco. Looked like they were pulling away early on, but but you can't you can never doubt out Kansas City. They proved that in these playoffs, especially once they get down by by a double digit score. They've been known to battle back. So once once uh, San Francisco started celebrating and getting comfortable uh, in that second half, it, it started. You started to kind of think like, oh, hold on, it's not over yet. And sure enough, uh, Kansas City struck for a few quick scores and and closed out the game. So congratulations to the Chiefs on on their first Super Bowl and in, in a long time. You know, similar to similar to the the Blues in in that sense, but I mean, you can't I can't complain. You had you had pictures of Mahomes and in the Blues jerseys throughout the uh, the Blues playoffs last year, so he's obviously a supporter. And you had um, Ryan O'Reilly donning the the Chiefs helmet in um, in the All Star uh, events to to show his support. So uh, you know, there's a bit of mutual respect there, just from a Blues fans' perspective, but also just from a sports fans' perspective, it's fun to see a, a team that's not typically there, a young guy like Mahomes, uh, to to win the win the Super Bowl and the Lombardi. That's always exciting. Um, I'm excited to see what what next season has to entail. The field is pretty wide open. Uh, but in terms of Blues hockey, I guess looking forward real quick before we wrap things up. Um, looks like their their next next two games. Let's take a look real quick. They've got tomorrow night, Tuesday night, uh, at home against Carolina, a team who's been pretty good this year. Uh, went went deep in the playoffs. Is is having a similar performance again? You know, playing in the difficult East. They're in the second wild card spot, but they're thirty nineteen and three, so they're a legit team. Look for a look for a good battle there. You don't really you don't really know what to expect when it comes to those East versus West battles, but should be a fun one. Hopefully, the Blues can continue to roll and and get that momentum back. Um, and then Thursday night, this is a game I'm definitely looking at, is Blues-Jets once again. Uh, hopefully Blues looking for a little bit of revenge against the, the game last week. Uh, they lost a tough one, obviously, as we talked about. Um, but it's a division rival, always a good chance for, for the Blues to you know come out strong, uh, play play at their their full capabilities, their full level. And, and if and it's not the Carolina game, if the Carolina game is just another step in the right direction, I, I would I would not be surprised to see the kind of the return to form Blues 
Blues uh, up here in, in Thursday night game against Winnipeg. Uh, sort of a sort of a, a and kicking kicking the bum, lighting a fire under their ass in that sense. They're playing a division rival. They've been playing a little bit poorly as of lately. They're getting a, a lot of the a lot of the guys back from injury again. They still still dealing with a bit of an injury bug, but. Some key guys are coming back, so no reason to believe that they can't return to form out there. But we'll look forward to watching those games. Look forward to more episodes this week. Um, Make sure to submit your questions for the mailbag on Friday. I know we missed last week's episode, but we will be returning with that one this week. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LockedOnBlues. And as always, thank you for listening, and let's go Blues.